Before AI can help your business predict demand, accelerate growth, inform decisions, automate tasks, reveal insights, generate content, you have to trust it. Introducing WatsonX Governance. Helping you govern any AI as data, models, and policies change so you can scale it responsibly. Let's create AI that begins with trust with WatsonX Governance. Learn more at ibm.com governance. IBM. Let's create. Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. This Father's Day, the Home Depot has the perfect gift to help Dad be everything he can be. Because your dad is more than just a dad. He's the groundskeeper of the yard, the perfecter of the patio, and the cleaner of the clippings. This Father's Day, power Dad's doing with the convenience and gas-like power of Milwaukee cordless outdoor tools from the Home Depot. Plus, get up to $150 off select Milwaukee tools. Find the perfect Father's Day gift at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Shop for Father's Day now in stores or online at homedepot.com. Thinking of popping the question? Diamonds Direct has an offer you can't miss. This month only, buy a natural diamond engagement ring of 1 carat plus and receive a free natural 1 carat diamond tennis bracelet valued at $2,000. Imagine giving her the ring of her dreams and her wedding gift all at once. No one provides education, selection, and value like Diamonds Direct. Your chance to get a free tennis bracelet from your friends at Diamonds Direct won't last long. Details at DiamondsDirect.com. Yeah. Welcome to J.L., yeah. a production of iHeartRadio. Yeah. 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 That was the audience. <laughs> Uh, what's up, everybody? Um, welcome to J.Ill Podcast. This is Jill Scott. This is Aja R. Graydon Dantzler. Oh, your name got longer. Okay. It, it yeah. did. There's there's a middle name there. We'll discuss uh-huh. it another day. Oh. Oh, all right. Well, this is Laia. Uh, don't worry about my last name. <laughs> Laia, uh, should, should I not say your last name? All right, it's St. Clair. I just try to be, you know, fun and not formal, but that's fine. That sounds like such a good name. It Laia is a good. St. Clair. And then when you add that Margaret on the front of it, then it just take a turn. So. Margaret Laia Sinclair. Mm-hmm. Is she black? She's... Is she white? I don't know. Yes. Yeah, my mother obviously did the same thing. <laughs> Yeah, the the whole name is uh, Jill Heather Scott. Heather Scott. Heather. Oh my God, it's so nice to meet you. Yeah, Heather. So Heather. Well, (laughs) as the as the one lady with the ethnic name that's not really ethnic because it comes from a white pop rock group. Shit. I mean, Asia? Really? Asia. Asia is the name of um, I think it's the fourth album from Steely Dan. Wow, that's what that's what your parents did. They loved that. Job. I gotta look they that up. They named me after an album cover, which is fantastic, considering the um, alternative names, which were for a girl, 
Sojourner, and for a boy, Toussaint. Power to the people, because the people got the power. Well, I I knew a young woman named Sajina. That's real. Yep. And her daughter's name is Sorita. Can't make this up. Amen. Okay, Bless listen. her. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> See, Shout out I to Sajina like... and Saritha. I haven't seen either of you in a very, very long time. I hope you're okay. Listen, mm-hmm. I think that's a form of resistance. Name your children some made up shit. That's what I'm saying. Name them. Name them whatever you want. Laia was a made form. up. So cool. <laughs> Laia. No, but just if we're going to be truthful, Karima put two names together. My mama like, Layla, Laila. I like that. Together they form Laia. Well, that's what happened with with Joyce and Bill. Shut up. The blacks were the win, baby. Yeah. Yeah, that's what happened there. Right. (laughs) Okay, so since we were discussing names and I talked about my middle. Yes. My middle name is also a hybrid. Are y'all ready? I'm ready. The okay. father's name. The father's name is Richard. Mm-hmm. Right? Can't name the daughter Richard. Mm-hmm. So we feminized it to be Risharna. Ooh! <laughs> I win, bitches. You win. <laughs> you win. I wow, you win. Richarna, Richard, Richard. Please tell me what type of luster products I will be receiving for this scramble board win. <laughs> wow. Mm-hmm. Hook Rich, me up. Richarna? Richarna? Sh, sh. Richarna. The CH is a sh sound. Okay? <laughs> this is some sophisticated shit, Jill. Richarna. Okay? Oh, shit. sound like a whole flock of chickens. Richarna. <laughs> oh, or a Jewish holiday. I do oh. not know. Or a Jewish Rishana. holiday. Rishana. We're out of school for Rishana. <laughs> it's okay. I want that. I want that holiday. I believe that. We'll be fasting for Rishana. No, no yeah. disrespect. <laughs> no, I don't. See, that was messed up. I got to reel it back. No disrespect. Oh, that oh, was good. perfect. <laughs> that made me take my sweatshirt off. It got hot in my last. That okay. was good. You, you do win. You're, you're a hero, man. Thank you. I've, I've lived 42 years with that. Thank you. Thank you. Wow. And wow. I'm, hanging in, I'm hanging in there. Thanks for asking. You know, it's interesting. I, I really appreciate our parents for, mm. uh, you know, just going for it. We were in North Philly, okay? And you named your daughter Jill Heather. Mm. Okay. It was supposed to be a first name, actually. It was supposed Heather to Jill. Be, it was supposed to be Jill Heather. That was my first name. You know, like straight off of the Waltons. Wow. Oh, yeah. like Sherry Ann or something. I got you. Okay. Come, come, Jill Heather. Let me show you to the pond. You know, <laughs> that was is what it was supposed to be. And uh, then she put an exclamation point at the end. So it's Jill Heather Scott, just so you know. I don't understand what you mean. She put an exclamation. You can't do that. Yeah, yeah you did. She, she did and she could. On the birth? She, I ain't never It's on it. my birth certificate. It's an exclamation point at the end you of my are, name. You were supposed to be great. This is crazy. I've never in my life. I Asia, love it. Have you ever heard of any kind of like exclamation point at any time? I've never heard of it, but it's so. the blackest shit I've yeah. ever experienced in my life. 
And for me, I'm with it. In fact, we shouldn't have told people that they're gonna do it. Listen, so you've been pronouncing it wrong this whole time. All this well, time, myself. It's Jill Scott. <laughs> <laughs> So you know. Just, oh. Just so you know. Oh. Okay. Uh, all right, I'm gonna try to come back alive. Okay. Today, woo! Today, y'all, we we are talking about rumors. Oh man. I know I don't I don't know anybody anywhere anytime that hasn't had a rumor spread about them for whatever reason. Does do the reasons matter? Sometimes. Okay, what what could be a good reason to spark a rumor? Oh, I spoke too soon. She was going to pick on me first. Um <laughs> <laughs> Um, because sometimes you do it unconsciously, not knowing that you're spreading a rumor. It might have been truth in your mind. Bam! Okay, so here we are with the, the truth, truth in your mind. <laughs> because he has his truth and she has her truth and they mm-hmm. have their truth. But I, I think that somehow, I don't think, I know, somehow, some way, the truth is void. Yeah, How some, some, some stuff is just a straight up lie. Yes. You know how it's like you a lie? When that liar, just you a lie. Yeah. Some stuff is just a straight up lie. You know, and then then and then you figure what is the reason to start a straight up lie? Well, usually, in my experience, people the the rumor comes from some place of anger, jealousy. Usually the big J word, jealousy. Mm Mm-hmm. You know. Or there's an agenda. Sell products, stuff like that. People trying to Yeah, you know. Get right. people mm. in a frenzy, talking about them, you know, that kind of thing, I guess. But then who knows? They end up either being so ridiculous that people just like to just, you know, I'll give you an example. I had to look this up. I was in the bed with the husband and he talking about some. Did you know that Vanessa Del Rio is sisters with Felicia Rashad? And, oh. <laughs> and Debbie Allen? <laughs> Boy, if you don't go to bed, go to sleep. No, that's he talking about it's real. No, for real, it's real. I'm no, pretty it's not. sure somebody would have mentioned that. I said, sir, especially sir, them. that's not real. He yeah. said he talking about something. He said, well, I heard it a lot coming up. I said, let me go Google this now. Turns out that it is not true, but it is a very well spread and well repeated lie. That has been told many, many times. In fact, just yeah. recently, Debbie Allen had to refute it in an interview. What I want to say was like Breakfast Club or something. Mm. Like it was, it was like a like a newer show, and she was on a show, and she would. They were like, "Listen, let's get it straight right now." And she just had to laugh. She's like, "This has been going on for years. They're not related." It's amazing how they can travel. <clears throat> just, you know, a rumor. I'm sorry, everybody. I'm really, really congested. Um, how, how a rumor can travel not countries, and especially now with social media, you know. Uh, yeah. I heard a rumor um, about myself that I had a baby with D'Angelo. And and somebody was talking about it like it was fucked. Wow. And I was like, I, I, 
That's Where amazing. We've never met. Where, where's the baby at? <laughs> Who's the baby living with? It's amazing. Baby? Yeah, generally, I Google babies before I say it out loud. You got to Google these things and see pictures. And the reality is Angie Stone and D'Angelo have a child together. So they just mixed up the, the soul divas. I guess. And just, but I get I get uh, Angie Stone they? at least, you know, before COVID. Uh, you know, I would get Angie Stone at least three times a week. Like, hey, aren't you Angie Stone? I promise. I promise. I've been saying this for years. Black is that it's, black people saying that? I'm just yeah, right. Okay, because it's black people. Oh, it's white white people. Oh, okay, because it's black people. Oh, I mean black people really. I mean it's it's Angie Stone. That's what I'm saying. saying. I'm like, like I'm she's really yeah. No, it's it's always black people. I mean y'all are saying in a dark room with the uh, sound turned off. Listen, <laughs> that lovely woman is that lovely woman, yeah. not me, <clears throat> and I'm, I'm amazed. By these things, but that's crazy though because, like I said, people people really do like to pull children out the woodwork. Even though children have been in the music business known to be hidden a few times, like let's not act like that don't happen. Like yeah, sometimes some of these know. some of these rumors, and we know you ain't got no baby with DNA. Right, but like, does but Janet saying, Jackson have a like thirty year old child somewhere? Say it. Because I was gonna say it. I was gonna say it because that's an old one too. That's a classic. That's a That's classic. That's a black people classic. Or Jay-Z's 25-year-old son. I don't know. In Mexico. Yes. He in Mexico, girl. <laughs> he in Mexico. Something and we is. believe it. Yeah. Well, we well, hold on. We believe that Tupac is still alive somewhere. Is that a rumor? I, is that what is that? What, what do you call that? I'm j- okay, I'm trying to get at <clears throat> what is the is the truth the truth? Or is it whoever's Saying it loudest. Hmm. It's loudest well, and the most. You, let me put it this way. If somebody says it loud enough enough times, mm-hmm. it may not become the truth, but it will definitely hold weight with the truth. So to make people question the truth. So may, people may not necessarily say, oh, yeah, that's that. But they'll be like, but you know. Yeah. Such and such and such. Right. Yeah. And these And these days, you know. People don't have any trust in, in politicians or celebrities. People, people who tend to have the most rumors, mm-hmm. you know, the ones that travel, right, mm-hmm. are usually people who are a public people. And folks just don't have a lot of trust in that. They really believe it's easy for folks to lie to them. You could be telling them the truth. It seems like there's no trust at all. You know, yeah. you don't believe anybody for anything, even if they're doing good, you know, like missionary work, you know, uh, where they're giving they're all, you know, to humanity. There's still a reason to to talk shit about it. Well, yeah. I mean, famous people got a whole nother category of rumor life. Whole so other. It's like famous people rumors and regular people. Or, you know, so-and-so slept with so-and-so rumor. It's just, it's, it's different because you can, it's harder to get to the truth of a famous person rumor. Un- unless they want to address it. Right. Yeah. And then, so, and then what's worth addressing? What's worth addressing? That part, so if it never gets addressed, the rumor continues on. I, it's funny. <laughs> I went and looked up, like, the most, uh, the biggest rumors in the whole world of all time. And it's, it's like rumors that I even forgot. Like, uh, do y'all remember the rumor that Lil Mikey from uh, the Life commercial was killed by junk food? That pop rocks and soda. <laughs> like, you, these are things that just travel for life, and you just... <sighs> I don't know, it's interesting and, in that and way. You, and you say it with your chest. 
Yes. Yeah. Yes. Oh, I know. I know. That's going to kill you. If you had Pop Rocks <laughs> and, and, and Coca-Cola, right. you're going to die. That's where that yeah. led to. Remember that? Or Pepsi or whatever it was. Yeah, you're going to die. Don't do it. You're going to die. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, honestly, this is necessarily a rumor, but I do know that people sometimes just to kind of feel some proximity to any situation, like it, oh, a famous yeah. person or anything, yeah. to feel some proximity, they will just like make some shit up and really like and, and, and own it. I got a text message from a friend a week ago. She got DM. She had posted like a picture of us or something. I don't know what it was. And somebody DM'd her and said, here's a little fun fact. They, Kendra the Family Soul, performed at my parents' wedding. Ciao. In the er- Listen, in the early 90s at Lincoln University. Did you, oh, how, how I said, you? <laughs> uh, I'm tapping my ear. I said, that would be so lovely if that were true. Right. Because in the early 90s, I was somewhere between the ages of 12 and 15. <laughs> I was like, and um, didn't know my husband, let alone in a group and singing at someone's wedding. And the I don't know if I feel worse about the fact that the person decided to tell it or that her parents are clearly trash because they done lied to it. <laughs> damn. Oh, damn. And I'm like, I feel bad. Mm-mm. I'm like, I don't want to crush her little story, but she should probably stop repeating that because that's some bull. Yeah. It's, it's ultimately... Not fair. I mean, I, I I had rumors started when I was really, really young. This thing, you know, fame has not slowed anything down. You know, it hasn't changed anything. Every couple of years, it was some kind of horrible rumor about me. Some way, somewhere, by someone. Um, it started, well, shoot, let me see. I think it started with the, the hater <clears throat> in, high, in uh, elementary school. Um, me and her mom, her mom was the lunch lady and I really didn't have lunch sometimes. So she would hook me up with the little ticket and I could get lunch, you know? And, um, her, I think the girl hated that, that I was so cool with her mom. And sometimes Mm. I would sit inside and talk to her mom for recess. All of a sudden out the clear blue sky. Years have gone by, and I'm, I go to say what's up to my homegirl, you know, the the elder um, who's providing lunch and, and giving great conversations. Anyway, she says, I can't believe you. And I was like, what's, what's going on? Like, hey, you know, it's me. What's happening? She said, my daughter told me what you were doing. I said, that is, a, you know, I, I don't know what you're talking about. At the time, I'm 13. I don't know what you're talking about. She said her daughter told her that I was going under the steps and allowing boys to play with my my stuff. And I, I was like, and you believe that? Devastated. And she's devastated. Mm-hmm. This was a grown up. You know, it wasn't like she was trying to give me any advice or say, okay, honey, you know, you shouldn't, da 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 She just believed it and stopped speaking to me. Ooh. Well, shame on her. What I was type of so horrible adult was that? I was so hurt. I'm like, what kind of lying evolution did that girl go through? She must be an gr- amazing liar by now. Like, I have no idea where she is. 
And what's crazy is you know that she went home and, and what happened was her mother was raving about you. And she was like, oh, I just love my conversations with little Jill. She comes and talks to me. She's such a sweet girl. And that little girl got a little bit too tired of that. And she did. Like, you think she she's was sweet? also <laughs> the president of the I Hate Jill Scott Club. Oh, was there a, was there a club? There was a club. Jill, what? I, I know. It's, I'm telling you, there was a club. I found the, the book in the desk. Um, I was in the sixth grade. Mr. Hoffman used to make, you know, random people clean out the desk. And I go on the desk and I see a book, open it up, and it has I Hate Jill Scott on it. And, I, you know, I'm Jill Scott. So I go and I look inside of it. And they have a, a president who is the girl. They have a treasurer, a secretary. They kept notes about what I had on. I'm I'm struggling. They have no idea what's happened in my life. But I'm, you know, I'm struggling. And they how how many times I wore this outfit or that outfit? I I just unbelievable. I just put it back in the in the in the desk. So I at least I knew who my enemies were. I need to know how this group was started. What was the thing that jumped off the group that said, we got to get together, band together, y'all, and hate her together? Like, I just... Well, to be 100% honest, kids are like little sheep. May God bless them. It only took one person. If you friends with the girl who has the I Hate Jill Scott Club, kids just, they go ahead along with it. You always got maybe one kid that's going to be like, that's mean, I don't, you know, but kids are afraid to lose their friend group. Mm-hmm. They will participate in some horrible stuff because they're so scared of being isolated. Right. You know? And so, especially around that age, 13, 14 years mm-hmm. old. But I think, you know, what happens is that same mentality extends into adulthood where people click off and they realize how they can isolate a person's story and just kind of build a narrative. And people just do stuff like that. And I, I don't know what, that is. I don't know the whatever the psychological reasons or around, you know, how small group communications works. But I do know that people have a tendency to want to belong, even under circumstances that are hurtful for others, even under circumstances that they know are absolutely wrong. It is just it's it's it's. It's unfortunate, but it happens. It makes me wonder what happens to the mean girls in school. Like, who are y'all now? I don't know my mean girls. And, they uh-uh. got lower back problems. Mm. <laughs> I can't say nothing because I got cramps right now. Yeah, but that's... <laughs> oh, right, 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 right. <laughs> no. lower back. Well, I, I'm, I don't mean like because of your, cause your menstruals. Right. We all get them lower back problems. Yeah. But, but um, it just makes you know, wonder like, with these different roles in school. It's kind of like, I wonder... Mm, what, whatever happened to you? With your, with your with your tall tales and your nasty ways and I don't know, you know. what happened to her, but she got an ass whooping coming to her. That's what I'm saying. Ah, she already got it. I'm sure. I was just about to say they always do shit. Poke yeah. the bear too much. Mm, do they? I because you know do. what? Because cause bullies pick on people they think they can pick on. They do. This is they, true. They, they good at choosing the ones that's gonna fall back and be the bigger person. Mm-hmm. They don't go mess around with the one gonna pop them in their body. But eventually, right. it all it seems like somebody always turns. Like I was that kid in school. Like yeah, I'm a class clown, and you can pick on me up to a certain point. But you poke me too hard, I'm I'm losing my shit. And next thing you know, it's books and stuff and desks are flying. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> 
Yeah. Somebody push you to the limit. Yeah, like. he yeah, that's what he did. He said, yeah, say something else. I'm going to hit you. Something else. <laughs> All right. So he hit me, but. Just that's leave. always my favorite. <laughs> what, say something? I always. Yeah, that's one of, those are one of my say favorite something. young young people kickbacks. Something. <laughs> hmm We'll be back after the break. What if AI could help your business deliver mission-critical outcomes with speed? With IBM Consulting, your business can design, build, and scale trusted AI using Watson X and modernize the way you work to accelerate real impact. Let's create AI that transforms your business. Learn more at ibm.com consulting. IBM. Let's create. This Father's Day, shop at the Home Depot to find the perfect gift to help dad be everything he can be. Because your dad is more than just a dad. He's groundskeeper of the yard, the perfecter of the patio, and the cleaner of the clippings. He's the weed-fighting, hedge-trimming, leaf-blowing lord of the lawn. He sees the job, and he gets it done. Because your dad is a doer. So show him you appreciate everything he does with the tools he needs to power up his landscaping game. This Father's Day, give him the convenience and gas-like power of innovative and durable Milwaukee cordless outdoor tools from the Home Depot. Plus, get up to $150 off select Milwaukee tools. For everything Dad does, everything he is, and everything he can be, find the perfect Father's Day gift at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Shop for Father's Day now in stores or online at homedepot.com. When the sun goes down, opt for bold and blingy styles, like the made-to-be-seen, very sexy push-up bra from the Very Sexy Collection, in on-trend hues like black shine, green, and citron. For a glam statement, pair them with your favorite jeans and bring the heat. Because life is better in a bikini. Rewind to the future with the VS Archives Swim Collection, inspired by Victoria's Secret's classic looks from the 90s and early 2000s. For endless out-of-office options, mix and match with Victoria's Secret's wide range of bikini tops and bottoms that offer you every type of coverage, from full to cheeky to minimal. Now in this season's must-have shades and patterns. Add the finishing touch with the limited edition Bombshell Escape Fragrance, a free-spirited take on the iconic Victoria's Secret scent. Dive into a vibrant blend of juicy guava, lush palms, and summer glow peony. Shop now at your closest Victoria's Secret store or online at victoriasecret.com. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of. A degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global. Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu.
promise you, I am not on here to try to tell all my business, but I will say this. Because we'll take it. Because I know, I know, okay. and there's so much of it. <laughs> there's so much. I have lived <laughs> such a beautiful, full life. I promise you that the life don't owe me anything. I'm grateful because this thing has been awesome. Um, what was I going to say now? Uh, I was going to tell you, oh, I grew up in a household, well, my mother's ex-husband was a mean man, and blessings. Oh, thank you, Mom. She got us away from him very early, but I remember. And I was little, so I couldn't help her, or I couldn't help anyone with it when it came to him. So as I got older and I, I met up with mean kids that would try me, sometimes they were in my family, I would attack in a way that I felt um, that I knew was really, really scary and dangerous. There was normally blood. Um, wow. Right, because that's what happens when you're little and you can't defend the people that you love. You, you know, you, you do too much. You go yeah, you way over. You overcompensate. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I caught myself doing that a couple of times where I had hurt a couple of people pretty badly. And it scared me because I felt like I got this... You know, this this little light is sweet. It feels good to me. I, I sing my little songs to myself. They make me happy. I don't I don't want to hurt anybody. I, I I don't. So I made a decision not to, to not hurt anybody, to do the best I could, whatever I could, not to hurt anybody because it's not. It's it's ugly, ugly. You know, um, you know, I had stabbed somebody by the time I was six. Sad. Rage, child. Yeah. Yeah. Ra and, and feeling rage. like you need to defend yourself. And I've worked on this part of myself my whole life that I don't, I, I take my deep breaths. I take my walks. You know what I mean? I read my books. I listen to my music. I talk to my friends that love me. And I try my best to keep things easy because I could see myself going to jail. And I don't want to go to jail. I don't want to visit jail. I, I don't want to go to jail. I don't want to go to jail. I don't want to visit jail. I don't I don't I don't even want to call jail. I ain't gonna hold you up. I don't want nothing to do with it. And and if I can avoid that, then that's what I'm gonna do. And it's it's crazy that people will try you, they'll try you to a point where you're like, all right, fuck it. I gotta lay hands on this bitch. Oh, oh, wait, wait, she, she pull going back. down. <laughs> pull back. She going down pull, today. Pull back because I have created, uh, thank you, Lord, I have created such a beautiful existence mm. and a healthy, safe place for my kid and my my nephew and my sister and my people and my mom. And I'm like, uh, is it worth it? That's the question. Is it worth it? On a larger scale, is it worth, quote unquote, laying hands on somebody or uh, going back and forth with someone who is irrational uh, and hmm. pitiful, sad, miserable, jealous, ugly spirit?
I mean, I'll say this, man. I, I, I got too much to lose, but I will say this much, that we do need to normalize conversations about rage because rage as a response to grief, as a response to trauma, as a response to all kinds of different things. You're talking about, you know, you just really mentioned several different traumas that you experienced as a child and in, in, in two places that you spent a lot of time with people who you were supposed to trust. Mm. A home to school. So these are places where kids <clears throat> will uh, will typically, if one place isn't peaceful, they will find some sort of solace in mm-hmm. the other. And so to me, I think a lot of times we expect people to cower, to be scared, to be sad. So there's an expectation of sadness, an expectation of, of um, meekness. But there's no conversation around that kind of healthy not healthy, but you know, that, that, that normal rage as a response and particularly for, for women and particularly for black women, you know, and I I just think that if we could talk about those things and really kind of work through them and recognize them as a normal thing, we won't shame ourselves so hard because of Mm -hmm. it. You know what I mean? And I'm not saying that that's what you're doing here. I'm just saying that I'm sure that shame was experienced after you had a very normal reaction to trauma, which is the next somebody time somebody come for me, they going all the way mm-hmm. to fuck down. Excuse my language, all the way down. So to me, I'm looking at that like I wish for little Jill, for six-year-old, seven-year-old Jill, and for 13-year-old Jill, that somebody says to you, listen, your rage, your anger, that that's, that's okay. Like that's a, that's a reaction to what has been done. And it's an acceptable one in terms of the fact that you're not expected to always respond the way people decide you're supposed to when something like people telling lies about you, hurting you, or not making you feel safe in your own emotions and skin. So that's that's the thing I would hope, you know, would happen because bottom line is sometimes people got to get knocked out. You know, now what you do afterwards and what you do with those feelings, yeah, that's a whole separate responsibility. But there, there, there are consequences to being reckless with people's emotions, or or and lives, and lying, and lying. There are consequences to that. How did I find that that out? Okay, so um, <laughs> there was a, a bully, big bully. Uh, she was fourth grade, sixth grade class, um, and she was she should have been in the sixth grade, but she's in the fourth grade. We very big, four boys. Big girl. Anyway, um, we had an altercation that didn't go well for me. Uh, <laughs> I woke up. I woke up. Okay. Oh, shit. I woke up um, at home. I don't um, know how I got there. I don't know who brought me there. Wow. But apparently she had hit me with a brick. <gasps> what? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. So, <laughs> um <laughs> Jill, I'm, I'm trying just to tell go, you. Jill, go in the chat real quick. Just give me a name and a location. Oh, oh. <laughs> well, let me. T- but let me tell you what occurred. Okay, so my mother gets me out of that school. Move on. Here comes the 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 I hate Joe Scott Club. That place, you know. So I'm going from one school to this new one with the with that lady. And um, I, I grad high school happens. I went to all girls school. Lord have mercy. Um. Uh, so every other week I was dating or talking to somebody's boyfriend that I didn't know every week. 
You're looking at my boyfriend. I'm like, I don't know who he is. <laughs> like, you don't understand. I'm, I, I work. I'm, I, I have to keep the lights on. I, I'm, a, I'm a child who is paying bills. What are you talking about? I don't have time. I don't. Anyway, um, uh, I, I graduate from high school, I, and I have on a silk, light blue halter suit with gold buttons, big gold buttons down the side like something Prince would wear. Hmm. I was working at Cachet. <laughs> okay, so I got this suit on sale. I hit it in the back. I hit it in the back, and it went down to like seven dollars and forty cents. Joy, Damn. joy, joy! Yeah, I hit it for a long time. Um, anyway, <laughs> uh, I have on this suit, and I'm walking down the street, and what do I see? I see that girl. She has a Baby in her. She's pregnant. She's got one on one hand and one on the other hand. And when I tell you <sighs> that she looked, it was a like a soul exhaustion. She was mm. she was worn out way past a nap. Mm. And I I looked, you know, I cut my eyes. I'm looking, I'm looking, I'm like, that's her, that's her. And I got past her and I I, I turned around and I looked some more to her whole stature, her, her the, the way she walked, the babies were tired. Like, mm. And I I got on the bus and I cried all the way to work because for years I had been wishing negative things on this girl. For years, every time I thought about it, I was like, I hope da, 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 da. what kind of ever black, dark, ugly, mm-hmm. you know, horrendous thing could happen. Because this is the brick girl, right, Jill? This is the brick girl. So I'm wishing all of these negative things on her. And I just thought, (sighs) life takes care of those kinds of people. You know, Mm -hmm. life takes care of folks. And then years after that, my mother's a Jehovah's Witness, and she was in the Kingdom Hall. And she told my mother who she was, which is a lot I'm the I was the one that hit your daughter with a brick. Right. Mama Joyce? In Mm-mm. in the Kingdom Hall, Mm-mm. of course. I said, wait, but hold up. Right. Right. She waited for your mama to be at church. That's what that That's was. That's what she did. Mm-hmm. Strategic. And she Strategic. apologized. I was I was going through some things. I was having a really hard time. You know, Jill seemed like, you know, she was loved and, you know, her clothes oh. were clean and her hair was done and and you know, I'm I'm so sorry, you oh. know, for 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 doing that and I just wanted to say that, you know, my life is different now. Like, you know, it just it's just damn, it make you think about. Now I'm thinking about all my bullies. I'm I'm rethinking all their lives. It just really makes you have a moment like cuz there is something to the fact that what Deja said is a reason that they act the way they do, too. It is a reason. I'm not saying that that I should have let those things slide, but I'm Mm-mm. telling you that I let some things slide and things that, that bother me, that bother me, but I let them slide so I can save my own life. Right. You understand mm-hmm. me? Yeah, because you can't carry that, too. Mm-hmm. Even though you do carry it anyway, to a degree, no matter what. Because it's just a life experience, you know what I'm saying? It's always going to have a certain place in the psyche. But, you know, in terms of, you know, letting it go and moving forward, yeah, you got to do that for your own good. You know what I'm saying? 
And no but matter the funny. situation, you're looking like what? You have to say things to yourself like, what is an eagle? What is an ant to an eagle? You know, like what What are you? That That's a whole system, ant life. You know, that's that's a whole system. They got friends, they got houses, they got work to do. That's that that's your whole existence over there. That's that's over there. Yeah. Eagles have their own jammy going on. You know, it's an old word, but I used it. <laughs> jammy. Yeah. They eagles, got their own jammy. Eagles going on. have their own shit going on. You yeah. know, so what is a slug to a platypus? Like, ah, it's it's like a. I'm I'm trying, and I I do the best that I can to stay in a state of grace, grace, Lord. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah, I just find it interesting how these roles evolve. Seeing the way it goes with bullies, even when I was talking to a girlfriend today about, you know, nerds versus bad boys, and you go through school and you love a bad boy, but then you realize as a grown woman, he's usually not the one that. Uh, ends up being the involved man at the very least and successful at the very most. Right. Yeah, I don't know. I, it's funny. I just think I was always just like a very odd little person. You know what I mean? I was always you were like a pimp. A, <laughs> that's right. That was high school. That was high school. Uh, well, <laughs> I had to evolve. I had to evolve into my pimp status. You I know what I'm saying? It. Like, you don't just come out the womb of pimp. You know what I'm saying? You uh, have to work on that. I wish you all could see her neck and head <laughs> movements at, at this time. And the hand <laughs> swag. The, the hand and swag. The hand, you have to, it's, that's you know, coming that's all you out. Have to evolve. <laughs> you have to evolve into pimp status. Yeah. But as a kid, though, I was actually like kind of a weirdo. But I never really had an issue with bullies. Per se, I probably was that person who was constantly taken up for kids who was getting bullied. That's that's how I ended up getting hit in the head with a brick. Oh, <laughs> you like because I was defending somebody. Oh, I needed y'all. Yeah, I needed y'all. I needed y'all. <laughs> yeah, I didn't really have too many bullies, but you know, there was always somebody. You know, somebody had a little issue or whatever the case may be. But it was like, um, you know, I always would like attract the mean kids. Mean kids would be nice to me. Yeah, they liked you. You know, and then <laughs> it's just the, it's the weirdest thing. They would be nice to me. There was a kid that that um that I went to elementary school with. You you said earlier about this girl that was big, four boys. I was friends with that girl in in, in, in elementary nice. school. Her name was her name was Angela. I won't say her last name, but her name was Angela. I know her last name, remember it. One of the kindest people I had ever met always looked after me. Mm-hmm. And I always wondered why she was so tough all the time. Like, because she never had to do, she never did that with me. And girls, she didn't have any friends who were girls. She only played with the boys. And she basically was the type that was like, look, you only had to look at her sideways before she was going to knock you out. Mm. You know what I'm saying? But she had a little sister. And she was so tender with that sister, so protective of her. And she treated me pretty much the same way she treated her sister. And I found myself, oftentimes, people would say terrible things about her. And I realized, you know, like, she was getting bullied heavily. Like, I never realized that because it always seemed like 
she was the tough one. But she was big for her age and big for all the other kids, too, so. But kids talked about this child relentlessly. Uh I mean, horribly. Like, she had no feeling. Mm. You know what I mean? And and it's it's oddly enough, I remember myself kind of end up taking up for the bully kid because it was like I knew her in a different space. Uh You know what I mean? And it was just something that I think kind of followed me in life and it, it ended up turning me into a person like and we talked about this before laughed about it it's like I feel like Switzerland in almost every social environment that I'm in because I tend to be the person end up in the go-between between folks but I do think ultimately there is a very ugly thing that happens underneath the surface with individuals and particularly amongst women unfortunately and you know how I love love women I love black women I love my relationships with them. But there's something that's very ugly that goes underneath that. And I think it just feeds into those feelings of lowlessness and those feelings of, of low self-esteem and the things that, that the world kind of creates, these these uh, this, these standards that don't have anything to do with us. Uh-huh. And not only do we feel crappy for not living up to them, then we take our anger and rage for not feeling like we're enough out on people who we think are vulnerable. Mm-hmm. Or we th- I, or people that we think are enough. Or that people who we think or deem are enough. Yeah. Or w- whatever that perception is. Which that perception is almost always wrong. Mm-hmm. Always. Because once you once you pull up up the over the uh the blanket, that person is feeling the exact same feelings that you're feeling. It is like the the traumatized traumatizing it is just the hurt people, hurt people thing. It is just consistently happening. So I would say all of it has to kind of get down to the core of things. What is the real evil here? The real evil is the messaging. The real evil is the fact that kids go into school and literally have to contend with how they look, what their clothes look like, mm-hmm. if they seem wealthy. If they're not loved, there's if they're not loved, there's that scene, that that moment where they can't get it, and it's not normalized for others to give it to them. They have to get feel shame for it. And it's just like it's it, it just it goes to show you that we're all kind of in this this experience called life, really together and really experiencing a lot of the same exact things. It's hard though. It is. But we're here. This is we're three different women. It's Joe Scott, Lais, and Claire, and Asia, Graydon, Danzler. Wait, I forgot R, the Asia R. Rasharna, Rasharna, Rasharna. Woo! That's good every time. I just need you to yeah. know it. That that was yeah. I think that might that might contend with Botswana. I think <laughs> that's good every time. Listen. There's three women here that that have been loved. Yeah, you know I mean, like we're we're loved people, mm-hmm. and to be on this side of the fence, um, we, or well, I'm I'm going to speak for myself. I just I want to encourage you to uh, don't necessarily assume the worst of people. Don't 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 ne- just go for it. Um, there are the people who have agendas. You know, there are hurt people who start shit just because um, they need a moment or they, they need help or they need medication. I, I, I don't know why. Um, and that's not for me to, to necessarily understand. But I'm saying lean towards the light, lean towards good, 
lean towards kindness. Don't be so goddamn messy. It sounds good, but yeah. sometimes you don't, you don't know the good till you see the bad. So you know that they say you need the bad to recognize the good. But it sounds, but don't, it sounds admirable. Hold I mean, up! Don't be messy. Let's go back to don't be messy. Don't be messy. <laughs> don't be messy. Okay, I have a, something I tell my teenage kids. Listen, you ain't got to consume everything. Yeah, and if you slip up and consume it, you ain't got to spread it and allow others to consume it. Hello. Come on. Don't be messy. There you go. That's a word for the day. Or if you are going to be messy, keep it light. I'm just... <laughs> nah. I'm just saying, you know, like... like, like, I, I, like. Know, diet I, messy. I sound like diet a... Messy. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> That's you know, messy. Don't, don't talk about my mama, but, you know, maybe my outfit today is a little like... Yeah. <laughs> so we can laugh. Yeah, you know what I mean? That's like, what I mean, yeah. Like, okay, that's what's up. <laughs> keep it Keep it light. Don't be so hateful or try not to. Stay away from those people. They just drag you down. They do, and their lives aren't great, so just know that as well. Yeah. That's the part. I just keep on moving. If your business needs a new application, then developers will have to write code, a lot of code. If an application needs to be modernized, then you'll need time, resources, and caffeine. If that sounds daunting, then you need Watson X Code Assistant, AI designed to multiply developer productivity so you can generate code quickly. Let's create a more modern foundation for business with Watson X Code Assistant. Learn more at ibm.com slash codeassistant. IBM. Let's create. This Father's Day, shop at the Home Depot to find the perfect gift to help dad be everything he can be. Because your dad is more than just a dad. He's groundskeeper of the yard, the perfecter of the patio, and the cleaner of the clippings. He's the weed-fighting, hedge-trimming, leaf-blowing lord of the lawn. He sees the job, and he gets it done. Because your dad is a doer. So show him you appreciate everything he does with the tools he needs to power up his landscaping game. This Father's Day, give him the convenience and gas-like power of innovative and durable Milwaukee cordless outdoor tools from the Home Depot. Plus, get up to $150 off select Milwaukee tools. For everything Dad does, everything he is, and everything he can be, find the perfect Father's Day gift at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Shop for Father's Day now in stores or online at homedepot.com. When the sun goes down, opt for bold and blingy styles, like the made-to-be-seen, very sexy push-up bra from the Very Sexy Collection, in on-trend hues like black shine, green, and citron. For a glam statement, pair them with your favorite jeans and bring the heat. Because life is better in a bikini. Rewind to the future with the VS Archives Swim Collection, inspired by Victoria's Secret's classic looks from the 90s and early 2000s. For endless out-of-office options, mix and match with Victoria's Secret's wide range of bikini tops and bottoms that offer you every type of coverage, from full to cheeky to minimal. Now in this season's must-have shades and patterns. Add the finishing touch with the limited edition Bombshell Escape Fragrance, a free-spirited take on the iconic Victoria's Secret scent. Dive into a vibrant blend of juicy guava, lush palms, and summer glow peony. Shop now at your closest Victoria's Secret store or online at victoriasecret.com. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. 
When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global. Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. What about, what about you, Laia? Was there a rumor spread about you that you were like, what? Why? Yeah, it's funny. I don't think I've been as lucky because the people, the way people talk about me, is probably always a little bit of truth at at an extent. Like, like, she got a big ass mouth. Well, those are the best rumors. You know what I'm saying? The best rumors have a little bit of truth. Don't tell Laia nothing. Like for the longest, I used to have to tell people, like, you know, if you're gonna tell me something, just tell me to keep it a secret. But if you forget to tell me it's a secret, oh shit. Well, I'm gonna tell it. <laughs> like that literally. As soon as, as, soon as we get off the phone. <laughs> it was an error. I'm saying I'm I'm not that person now, but you know, you have to a lot for ev- for some evolution. So I have evolved and now I know. But yeah, about 15 years ago, it was like, let me know, say secret, bitch. If you don't say the word, it ain't it ain't it ain't real. <laughs> but rumors, yeah, no, that's uh, nah, nah. Nah. Not like that. Yeah. But, 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 yeah. but okay, look, this is what I, I, I <laughs> this is what I think. Um, we 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 try to fit, nah, the boxes are whack. All boxes for human beings are just the worst. Nobody ever fits into the box. It's impossible. And you mm-hmm. might fit today, but maybe not around 7:15 tonight. It might be a different space, yeah. you know. People mm-hmm. are people grow and move and change all the time, and I believe in allowing that. And, and there's nothing I could do about it anyway. Accepting it is what I'm saying. I totally accept that. So you know, I might get that call later tonight where somebody's like, "Girl, do you did you hear?" I still. This is my only. I still try so hard to say, oh, well, I don't know her. Um. I don't know. Oh, you just Mariah? That's like your answer every time? I don't know. I don't know. It, I don't know what to be, what, I don't know them like that. So I can't say what's true and what's not true. You ain't no fun. I, I do have to, <laughs> I'm I feel sorry. like this. Hold on. I'm sorry, y'all. I do have to have a safe place to talk my shit. Yeah. Everybody should. I mean, I'm just saying, like I said, I ain't got to consume every bit of information. But if I do... That means I ain't got to spread it. But if it stay on my group text. Yes. <laughs> if the shit stay in the group text, then okay. Or if I just got to get my shit out and it's just like, look, okay. And and, and I know that my, my, my girls ain't going to judge me. They're going to be like, all right, girl, you had to get that out. Now go fix yourself. Have a tea. Go out in the world and be great. You know, but I think people going to talk shit about you like yeah. whether it's rumor yeah. based 
or if it's just their opinion about you. Like, you know, that part of it is just part of just kind of muscling through the world. You know what I mean? Whatever you do in your life, if you're good at it or, you know, Muggs is going to have something to say. Like I, somebody actually sent a box of condoms to my house one time. For what? Because they have so many kids. Because I have because I have so many children. <laughs> Yo, no, that's me. That's fuck. That's disrespectful because I'll marry and I'll do what I want. But I feel like that was somebody who knew me because it, it was addressed to my house. Was it yeah. funny? Was it like it was a joke? You feel like it was a. <laughs> oh yeah it was supposed to be like y'all need some condoms mm. uh, you know like yeah people have said you know all kinds of different stuff like you know un- just cutty things mostly about my kids who like mostly about the- who are you to talk about what me and my husband do that's who all i'm you? saying but I see mean, fine. i think i understand this dynamic now because like I think people just not don't have no fear to say my shit in my face, so that's why there's no rumors. But y'all too, they a little scared about, so the, the, the rumors circulate. You know, they feel they can't I come to you. Yes. I heard that rumor. Yes, I heard that rumor that people were afraid of me, and I was like, afraid of me for what? Well, you, like, did you what hear about, what you just said? You, did you hear your first single ever? Do you ever hear your first single? Getting in the way. Yeah, you ever heard that? I heard it. Oh, okay, so then that was that's how you stepped on the scene. It's that was serious. <laughs> Point taken. The point whole taken. Song is a, a ode to ask. Yes, Vaseline. Okay, like <laughs> I don't think anybody's scared of me. I think I don't think nobody's scared of me personally. I mean, I I don't think I'm that intimidating. But I will say this much: I think people want to be able to speak freely and say whatever they want without having the consequence of it of people knowing that it came out their mouth. That part. Mm. And so that I think, you know, there's that part about it. But I mean, what am I going to do? Like, yeah, I have a lot of kids. I mean, shit. Okay. Like, as long as I ain't asked you to feed them. There like, it is. See, this. What difference does this it make? This is why we got However, keyboard killers now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Mouse pad monsters. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I got some good ones on Twitter. <laughs> somebody told, somebody on Twitter said that um, Kendrick makes my ass itch. Oh. That was fun. That was Ooh. a cute one. Okay. Well. Then another time somebody has said, I don't know, something about my husband wearing V-neck undershirts or something like that. I don't know. Oh, he like do like a V-neck, but he look good. He likes like a that. V-neck undershirt. Yes. Me yes. personally, I'm fine with it. Yeah. Other than the it's B okay. than actually the, the you, the you circle, mean myself. His wife uh is fine oh. with it. The oh, one that yeah. actually matters. <laughs> I'm fine with it. Oh, okay. That's what's up. Uh, but yeah, people people have said all kinds of like, you know, whatever stuff. It's just like, okay, you know, you just, what you gonna do? Like, are you gonna, I mean, I'm just glad that I'm not Beyonce. I don't know. I, I, I think everyone can agree that that level of, that level is, is a lot. That she didn't carry her own baby and all of this other stuff. I, I Yo, <laughs> forget Beyonce. I'm just looking. I'm like, I'm glad I wasn't Richard Gere. For 30 years, he been telling motherfuckers wasn't no gerbil in his booty. Well, I thought that was Jerry Pinnacoli. No, no, no that, that was Richard, was Richard Gere. Gere. That actually was, I think that actually was Jerry Pinnacoli, though. You know what I'm saying? See rumors. <laughs> See rumors. Right, right, right. <laughs> but I, do, I do, actually, I, do, I can Google Jerry Pinnacoli. I, but, I, but Richard Gere was the one it was att- attached to for the longest. But yeah. Oh, Jim. Yeah. 
Oh, now, now we're in trouble because we didn't. No, 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 no. You ain't in trouble at all. I'm just googling because you know you don't see him anymore. He that's a e era that's the of the point. 90s. This is how yes. easy it goes. It goes to I heard, I heard. Well, what I heard was don't nobody know nobody. <laughs> that part. That part. <laughs> and now we the bullies. That's fast. Now that's fast. We the bullies. Damn it. Somebody said to me, my my brother neighbor, he's he's been my neighbor, but he like my brother, says to me, ain't never been to California a day in his life. This motherfucker says to me, like, yeah, they tore down the farm and they gonna make a new Clipper Stadium. And I was like, well, I live in LA and I, 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 I was just at the forum. I don't care. The man said they gonna tear it down, but I actually seen it. Have you ever been to Cali? Nope. Now you know what, I'm gonna Google it. But I'm telling you, but I'm gonna still Google it. In the era of Google, it really is honestly like sad. Like at this point, <laughs> at this point, we really, we should know better. Like, here's a good one. I'm sorry, this one is good. Our first, in our first video, Fatine pretends to be a scepter driver. That's part of the story of our mm-hmm. first music video, right? Oh, I know this line. is already gonna be good. <laughs> Go ahead. So I need y'all to know, not once, not twice, not three times, multiple times over multiple years with different people I have had people come up to me my husband or through other people and say I used to work with your husband at SF <gasps> I used to work with him at SF mm, mm. that was I thought she was going to say oh my god I thought they was going to be like yeah I love the way y'all came up like with, your, be a chest. <laughs> with your chest with all sincerity like I with seen him. I used to with all we, said, we used to work down at the job. We took we a lunch down together. The job. Wow. <laughs> that that's when honestly my first experience with a flat out lie, it it, it gave me perspective. Mm-hmm. It really did. Because oftentimes, like we talked about earlier, I thought, okay, some rumors have like at least a little slither of truth in there, mm-hmm. right? But my first experience with a flat out lie about my husband and I, I just had to laugh because I was like, wow, all these years, I didn't think it was possible for somebody to just straight up just manufacture. Mm-hmm. Right? And I was like, that gave me a lot of perspective. I was like, oh, yeah, people just be out here lying. When you share something, and for me, that's that's the part that works me, you know, wears me out, is that I'll share something because I think this is going to benefit other people. And then it turned into some other shit. And I'm like, well, where did that? Damn it. Okay, so I said, I told people, I went to see an endocrinologist several times. They told me I'd never have children. And I was like, well, you know, I went home to my grandmother and I cried. And my Aunt Annie, she said, "Uh, don't worry about that. You're going to have a fat thigh baby boy. And I was like, ugh, crazy. You know, (laughs) crazy aunt. You know, everybody's got a crazy aunt. Um, years later, uh, a lot of prayer. Um, his father and I, Jet's father and I, went into a Temascal in Mexico, and we we sat in this thing and we prayed. It's it's like a little mm-hmm. teepee, but it's hot in there. Okay, yeah, it's hot in there. I seen that in Poltergeist. I know what you're talking about. No, no, I mean, uh, well, <laughs> oh. that's well, then, scary. I didn't I'm see. Sorry. I didn't see Poltergeist. Well, okay. I don't know. Okay. Um, but it's a you know it's supposed to be for prayer. So you go we go inside there and I'm we're praying for this baby and I know I certainly was and wow. um 
out of the clear blue sky, I get pregnant. Now, I thought I was dying because I slept too much and felt funny and the world would just shake on me all of a sudden. Um, But no, I found out that I was pregnant. Yeah. So clearly this child is, is 11 years old now and I absolutely am just thrilled to be his mom. But I'm hearing a rumor that I had fertility drugs and that I had, uh, what's the, um, in vitro shots, which is so foul. That is a lie from the pits of hell. From the pits (laughs) of hell. From the pits of hell. (laughs) I said it. It is a lie. Well, Jill, that might have been a lie that women told themselves so that they too could have some hope because the 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 chance of them actually going to Mexico and sitting in a teepee and getting blessed is less than them actually going to the doctor and getting in vitro. So in my mind, she got in vitro and it worked for her and it could work for me. Yeah, but and that's not my case. I, know I you're understand right. just... people putting stuff together the way they want to, to create mm-hmm. some level of a narrative that works for Asia them. Asia don't understand that. I get that. <laughs> Asia don't understand. She, Asia, all she got to do is <laughs> pop, pop, da, pop, pa, and then here comes somebody I, else. I, 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 no, <laughs> see, see, listen, But listen, I stopped listen. trying altogether. I gave up. What I wasn't going to do is get the hysterectomy because Hell you know, yeah. that's what they kept saying. You should get a hysterectomy. You should get a hysterectomy. Um, but yeah, I didn't do that. And surprise, surprise, you know, I, I was pregnant. Wow. But uh, no, baby, there was no drugs attached. There's no pills. There's no shots. There's none Damn. of that shit. I don't, well, I, ladies, I don't appreciate off to the next person all. for the hope. We always got Gabby. No. Got, <laughs> I'm just making, I'm just saying. Go somewhere. And, for the single and, ladies. Of- <laughs> and, and definitely, let me just say this too. Don't believe, if you're going to like a clinic, don't believe those people. I went oh, yeah. when I was 19, they told me I should get a hysterectomy. I went again when I was like 28 or 29, they said get a hysterectomy. But um, because I hadn't found my doctors yet. You know, I hadn't found my doctor. And uh, all the doctors were, you know, Caucasian. You might want to take a minute and, and find your African-American. Oh, that's a history, uh, though, Jill. That's Be- a history. Think about is. our moms. They told my mom the same thing. They told my mom the same thing and then cut her in her stomach and tried to take her ovaries. And my grandmother was like, no. So, yes, this is a history of what they do to us. Absolutely. And also, too, just also, too, from the emotional kind of part of it and the propaganda part of it, the black woman as like eternally fertile mm. is some BS too. And that's yeah. some white supremacist mess right there. You know mm. what I'm saying? So, And that's why they won't find out what's really getting rid of these fibroids. Mm-hmm. Yeah, saying. because I mean, black women deal with infertility just like anybody else. Yes. And yes. so we're not just these kind of natural breeders. You know what I'm bad saying? Bad rumors. So, yeah, that, that that's right there. That's a bad rumor. That's a yeah, terrible that, that mess right there, we got to be done with that. You know, and I know maybe coming from a person who has a lot of children, that may not be the, the, the mouthpiece for that particular issue. But I will say, bottom line, we, we have to work on the mind first. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? We can't continue to let our life's decisions be thrust forward because of lies that are told about us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I ain't got time. Appreciate that, Asia. Now, what a way to to sum things up. Mm-hmm. 
I want you to say it again. I don't, I don't know if you I can. Don't, I don't remember what I had said. <clears throat> Not letting our lives be be ruled by, I, I'm, I'm paraphrasing, you know, not mm. allowing our lives to be ruled by things that people will say, you know. Oh, yeah. Moving. Oops. Yeah. That's what you said. Yeah, something that like that. That is what I said. Something around that way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Yeah, yeah we, can't, we can't do that. Because if you believe everything that people say about you, then you become what they said you were. Right. Rather than what you actually are. And this is the nature of people. People talk mm. shit. They like to. It's fun. We talk about some shit too. It's, it's, it is fun. I those wise it. words of mine is mine. I ain't got time for rumors in my life. Hey. <laughs> or hate on me, hater. Now or later. I'm going to do me. You'll be mad, baby. So go ahead and hate. No. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I should have a lyric right now, but I don't have you, one. Kendra ain't got no hate song. Oh, I got one. Punk, punks jump up to get, to get beat, beat down. down. Ain't nothing but a. I never knew what he said afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> ain't nothing but a. Ain't nothing but a. Uh huh. And speaking of rumors, there's a lot of hearsay and misinformation surrounding the COVID-19 vaccine. A lot of us don't have a lot of trust when it comes to medicine and government mixing. Shoot, individually either, for good reason. However, we have to address some of these misplaced and justified fears of this vaccine. So, we are having a conversation about the facts and fiction around vaccination with a high-ranking expert, who just happens to be a dope sister that I love and trust so we all can make more informed decisions. Okay, y'all, let's get to it. Hold on, y'all. Wait a minute. I think somebody's calling. That must mean it's time for What's on Your Heart. Well, hello. Hello. Hi. How are you? Fantastic. Who is on the line? So my name is Nicole Verdun. And I'm a physician in D.C. And I have a couple jobs in D.C. One, I work at the FDA and I'm director of the Office of Blood at FDA. And another, I work at the Children's National in Washington, D.C. And I see kids that have problems with um, blood disorders and cancer disorders. Do you mind if I add something else to your resume? A couple of other things since you're being very modest, Dr. Verdun? Yes, please. Uh, Go ahead. I would also like to add that Dr. Verdun is a graduate of the great Duke. Dr. Verdun is also a graduate of the University of Chicago. She has also done a fellowship in Philadelphia at Children's uh, Hospital. And uh, again, like she said, she is, I like to call her the director of blood. At the, at the <laughs> Dr. Blood. blood. And, oh, and one yes. more thing to add to her resume, because you should know, because I do this to Asia all the time. Dr. Verdun is also the mother of four who are all under the age of, is that? 12, 12, 13, 12. 10. 10. They're all under 10. Yeah. My youngest is three. My so God, today. Apart. Yeah. Woo! Clue. Mm-hmm. The applause. Yeah. Listen, <laughs> thank you. We have to cue the applause, but I'm going to tell y'all right now, I'm, I'm, I'm putting out there, until y'all start paying mothers for raising these kids, we taking it off our resume. Oh, that's right. I that's forgot right. that. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's coming off the res. It's a full-time job in itself. Absolutely. Yeah, I have two boys and two girls. They keep me busy. 
I love it. Oh, Very busy. Dr. Yeah. Dunn, we have so many questions. I mean, this COVID thing is running rampant. We've got a new version of this, this thing. It's a <laughs> virus and a disease at the same time. Yes. Yes. So, you know, I have, I have a lot on my mind because I, you know, I think that unfortunately in healthcare in general, things are disproportionately affecting African-Americans and this is no exception. And so, you know, black folks with COVID are more likely to die from COVID, are more likely to be hospitalized from COVID. And, you know, we have the other things that we don't talk about enough, but we're more likely to get turned away from an emergency room because we don't get taken seriously when we have symptoms. And so this is really disproportionately affecting our community. And I, I want us to take it serious. And, and on the backdrop of that, we have vaccines out right now and vaccines have been proven through clinical trials to be 95% effective. That's pretty good. 95% effectiveness for a vaccine is way, way, way more than the normal vaccine, even like a flu vaccine or other vaccines. And, you know, through talking with a lot of our friends, Laia and I have a mutual group of friends. Laia grew up with my husband. And, you know, there's a lot of skepticism in the African-American community about vaccines. Full disclosure, Nicole and I have gotten to some debates and some group texts. And that has brought (laughs) one of the reasons that's brought her here today. (laughs) Thank you. You know, and I, I get it. I get it. I get the skepticism with with medicine in general and the way that we have historically been treated in the United States. I get that. And so, but with that, I think we have to have a balanced approach to keeping ourselves healthy through this pandemic, because you have to look at the statistics. There are 21 million people in the United States that have COVID. We are four times as likely to be hospitalized and three times as likely to die just being African-American. I want to say that. And and, And so because of that, you have to sort of weigh things. I understand having overall skepticism with medicine, but when you have something that's 95% effective at preventing you from getting COVID and getting into the hospital, now we have to sort of take that seriously. And I want people to make informed decisions. I don't want to stuff anything down anyone's throat, but at least to have informed decisions. And then the other piece of this that people have to also remember, we're in the middle of a pandemic. So when you're doing a clinical trial to see if something works, you can just go to an area that is having a really high number of COVID cases, right? And when you're looking at a vaccine, what your endpoint is or what you're trying to look at at is how many people that don't get the vaccine get COVID and how many people that do get the vaccine get COVID. So that's what they're doing. It's called a a randomized controlled trial where they go into an area that has a lot of COVID in it, and then they give half of the people the vaccine and the other half of the people through informed consent, they know they're doing this. They don't get the vaccine. They don't know exactly when they're getting it, when they're getting the injection, which thing they have. And then they follow those people and they see who gets COVID and who gets hospitalized and who doesn't. And in those trials, I do want to say there were African-Americans that participated in those trials. And if you break it down, I mean, I don't recommend breaking it, breaking all these numbers down, but this is important. The people that were in the trial that were African-American, they actually had 100% effectiveness. So the, the vaccine worked in all the African-Americans actually that got the vaccine on those trials. So we were included in those trials. There were, there were about 10% of African-Americans out of all of the people that were in the trial. So not, you know, we have a history of not wanting to participate in trials. And I get that and I understand that. 
but that we were represented in those trials. And so I think that when you're looking at those two things and how this is disproportionately affecting our community in so many ways, and the fact that you have something that can prevent it, it really does to me push the balance to getting the vaccine. You know, there are other other things and other questions people have about the vaccine. You know, another is I don't want to put anything foreign in my body. I don't know what this is. I don't know what's going to happen. And these vaccines, the two vaccines that are out, I can speak to. It's a new vaccine technology, kind of, in that it's the first time there's a vaccine that's approved that are what are called messenger RNA vaccines. That's that that part is new. But it's been tested for long, long, long periods of time, like over 10 years. People have been looking at this type of vaccine. And so it's a, I say that because it's a vaccine that doesn't stay in your body. So it, it, it comes inside of this capsid. It goes inside of your body and it drops off what's kind of like a, a blueprint to have your body start making antibodies to the, to the COVID, um, to, to COVID. And then the actual, the thing that encases the vaccine, it's gone within 48 hours and your body just has the antibodies that it needs. All right. Bring it, ladies. Girl, yes. I also, I want to say listen, one more thing, too. Listen. I, I get to say everything I want to say. Yes. <laughs> I want to bring up, I want to bring up Dr. Susan Moore. And I don't know if people saw her story, mm-hmm. but Susan Moore, she was in Indianapolis. She is a black physician in Indiana. And she went on Facebook yeah. and she talked about her experience after she got COVID, how she was denied treatment, yep. how she was, they were, they thought she didn't need the, the treatment that she needed. She got sent home prematurely. She had to fight her way to get back into the hospital. She ended up going to another hospital and she ended up dying from COVID. And I, you know, I say that because that's, that's one of the many examples. She, she, she took her story and she took it on Facebook while she was going through it. And so a lot of people could see it, but here she is, you know, an African-American female physician going through this, knowing, you know, knowing a lot about what she needed and didn't need. She, she was fighting to get a CAT scan of her lung. She was fighting to get remdesivir. She was fighting to get treatments. Now, what end of this do you want to be on? Do you want to be on the end where you can prevent yourself from getting this in the first place? Or do you want to be on the end where you have to fight to get what you need? And it's just real talk. That's sort of where we are right now. And I wish it wasn't that way, but it, you know, it is. And so it, you know, I, I, I think that the vaccine that people need to really take it seriously and I think that at the at the point that people are offered it, I think it's something that they should they should at least consider. I'll say that. Doctor Verdun, I have I have a question. Is that okay? Yeah. Yes, uh, please. Thank you. Um since uh the scientists are are taking antibodies to create the vaccine, is that fair? Is that true? Taking antibodies to create vaccines, is that how this works as well? What they're doing is they're taking a piece that, so the, the virus has, the coronavirus itself has something on the outside of it called a spike protein. And so they're just taking the, the messaging of, to make that a piece of the virus and put that inside of this messenger RNA um, and then give it to your body so that you make the antibodies. So the vaccine itself doesn't make the antibodies. It give it puts something, um, and, and they put something inside of the vaccine that triggers your body to say, oh, wait, this is foreign. This is this is a virus. This isn't something that I know. And then your body makes antibodies to that spike protein. Now, the spike protein itself 
is not something, I, I shouldn't call it a virus, it's a piece of a virus. So it's not something that itself, when it goes into you, can make you sick or that can do anything. So it's like, it's taking a piece of it and so your body recognizes that as foreign and then it's making antibodies so that when it is exposed to a real virus, then it, it knows how to respond by fighting it. And you explain, well, go ahead, Asia. I know you go ahead, because I know you got that. Um, no, I just have a question about, um, you know, how you mentioned earlier that Black folks are more likely to die, more likely to get turned away. In terms mm-hmm. of um, this disproportionately affecting us, do you think that's solely an issue of access and, and, and our access to health care? Is it, you know, I, I think on the other end of things, and maybe this might be a small portion of our community, you know, that there's a lot of talk about what you put in your body. So mm-hmm. Black folks that had more sea moss and sour soap <laughs> and, and, and everything on the, and, and all the vitamins, the niacins, the triacins. Cool. Vitamin D, <laughs> Vitamin D, that COVID, vitamin D. You feel what I'm saying? Like, they, yeah. like listen, just what you do is you pour some hot onion juice in your throat steam once it. per day. Steam it. You steam with the onion juice once per I've day. I've done that, actually. And mix it with Robitussin. Dr. Redon, don't laugh at that. I do that. That don't work. That, that's if not you, true. If you do that, then you will build up immunity within your body. Listen, I, so I just want you to, so that's like a two-part. I want you to speak to what yet. are the things that really make us vulnerable. Right. And are the things that we use culturally, are, are mm-hmm. those things that we, are, are we relying too much on? And it? do Was they it work? sort of mixture? Do they work? Like, what's the vibe? <laughs> well, I mean, that's a great question. It's a combination of things. So, so one, uh, we're more likely to be, that there are more African-Americans that are, quote, frontline workers. So people that are exposed to the virus more. Um, also, we have a there, we have a higher number of some of the comorbidities that make your outcomes worse, like um, diabetes or asthma or obesity. Those things can also increase your risk. Um, and then, in terms of of how, so if you're if you are living in a community where people are are closer in proximity to each other on a regular basis that also increases your risk. And disproportionately, Black folks are treated differently in our healthcare um, system. So it's a combination of all of those things. And, you know, some of the some of the things that you point out, um, I don't know about all of those home remedies. You heard of CMOS. <laughs> you know about the CMOS. I can't really speak to it. I can't really speak to it. Vitamin D? Um, uh, but I don't, you know, I think it's a combination of things. It's a combination okay. of things. But, um, you know, and that's why I just don't I don't want us to even have to be in that in that situation of getting turned away from an emergency room or being not taken seriously. I just don't. So um, but I think it's a, I think it's a whole lot of stuff, a lot of factors. Well, I just want to ask you this, too. So, yeah. And it's funny because now that we know, OK, so the vaccine is here. We also know the rollout is slower than they ever thought it would be. It so is. Dr. Verdun, in your opinion, where do you see us at the end of 2021? I think so. So I'm an optimist. I think at the end of 2021, we'll be back to some sense of normalcy. I do. I think. I think we're wearing masks still, though. We're wearing masks. And we're we're, we're, mar- we're probably wearing masks still. Yes. Okay. But I do think by the end of 2021. But that there's a lot of buts there. We have to see or see a lot of caveats. We have to see how many people take the vaccine. Um, we have to see 
how, you know, just how people are, are in terms of the, these, I hate to say it, but these new COVID strains that are coming out. You, the, one of the things that you have to be careful of is if we aren't, if we're going so slow with getting the vaccine and we're continuing to have cases of COVID, then that, you know, the virus can mutate. The longer that you keep it around, you can have mutations. And so we really have to, we have to be on our game. We have to get vaccinated. We have to wipe this thing out um, and, and just wipe it out for good. And then I think we'll get back to, to some sense of normalcy. But I think it'll be before the end of 2021. I, I do. Well, I'm in no position to speak for the entire Black world, but I really feel like most of us want to wait and see. You ain't got no choice of, anyway. I mean, we want to wait and see um, I, 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 I'm a conspiracy theorist to a certain degree, and I feel like maybe had a, had a, they tested aluminum foil for 40 years, we would know something different. So many people have um, dementia, and I, they tell me there's Uh-oh. nothing to do with it, but I don't <laughs> oh, know about oh, it. Oh, Dr. Redund, blast <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. I mean, when I think about something that's been used an awful long time, uh, heated aluminum, you know, it kind of freaks me out a little bit. But, right. you know, we we all have these conspiracy theories. We don't sure. know if we're going to get a placebo or if we're going to actually get a real right. vaccine or not. Um, right. It's, it's like a, a leap of faith and an act of trust. And <laughs> I hear you. I hear you. But see, this is the thing. I just don't think that we have the time to wait and see. Dude. And that's what I worry about because as when we wait and see, there's more and more people that are dying every day. And so is it what is it worth? You know, what is the cost? Is the cost more lives? Is the cost more more people from our family that are dying or loved ones that we know? And I just don't think we have the ability to 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 just wait. I don't think we can with this. Okay. And what is the the wait, Jill? Because we can we, we ain't getting we ain't getting it until like I'm until just for us. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I was waiting for the second shot. I have a I, oh go ahead. Thank you so much for being with us because we we everybody has questions about what this is and we're all in some level of of a major concern about it. Um, like when my mom would shop for me uh, back in the day, um, she would go to the to the good white neighborhood to get the talk, good, talk about it, Jill. Good, I know where you going. Come on, get there. To the get good there. thrift store on yep. the mm-hmm. other side of town, a couple of buses and maybe a train. Yep. Do are, do we need to go somewhere else to get our vaccines? Be honest, Doctor Verdun. I'm just Can saying. Can we go that. to that white neighborhood and get <laughs> do it? We need to go somewhere else. Somewhere to get it, please. Look, whatever makes people feel more comfortable about getting it, I'm on board with it. But I don't think that there are any differences in getting your vaccine and black community, white community is going to be the same vaccine. You there are no post-Trump, that's a post-Trump answer, right? That's a there are no placebos. Everybody's getting the same thing, the same vaccine. So I... I, I hear you. I hear you. I mean, we got to talk about the Tuskegee experiment because that's where a lot of people are coming from with this. And, you know, for for that went on for 40 plus years where they didn't tell people what that they I mean, some people didn't know that they even had syphilis. They denied them treatment. 
penicillin came out. It was known that it it was a cure. They held held withheld that from people. Um, babies got syphilis from that. Wives got syphilis from that. So I hear I hear where the skepticism is coming from. I'm just trying to to just merely put the facts out there in terms of this vaccine. And um, this is not something where they are giving one vaccine to some people and another to another. One of our friends, Laia, I have to mention it, even said, well, I don't want to see Obama on the news getting the vaccine. That was, that was me. You ain't got to make up with me. <laughs> Go ahead and finish the quote. Go ahead. <laughs> well, I don't want to see Obama on the news getting the vaccine because I feel like they, they might be giving him a different thing than they would yes. be giving me in my community. I need to see him at Planned Parenthood in the hood, at the clinic in the hood. Right. The clinic, getting it beside the folks that's from the hood. That's what I right. need to say. Right. Yes, yes. Yeah, that's I, I mean, there is, there. I just don't think that that's happening. I really don't. But I, I, I hear you. I hear. Have you seen these Atlanta videos? That's going to have to happen to get these niggas up. Listen, <laughs> you know, I, know you can't, I know you can't say that, Dr. Verdun, but I'm going to say it. Look, there's something, love you, like this other term. there's something called herd immunity. Herd immunity is just when you just give a bunch of people the people the virus and some people will will be okay and they'll get through it and they'll get immune from it and some people will die. We don't want to be herd immunity in our in our community where we just everybody gets the virus, we see who dies, people we have whole families that yeah, are I mean. are being taken out, you know, 10 people dying at a time. You know, and I just I think that we have to balance all of that with what the price is for waiting what the price is for waiting. And I just don't think you want to pay. We, I don't think we want to pay that price. I mean, I feel like I have a healthy, I have a healthy amount of skepticism, but I think I'm of the minority of my black friends where I'm like, listen, y'all body chock full of vaccines right now. You hear me? Right. right. It's right. like, you can't, you can't even be a Gen Xer and, mm-hmm. and, 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 and be anti-vax. You have the benefit of having a, having being chock full of them, as yeah. is. I'm jealous I didn't like, get a chicken pox vaccine. I'm like, they do that? Yeah, they, now they do that mm-hmm. with my kids, you know what I'm saying? But, you know, right. but I do, that doesn't mean I don't have a healthy skepticism because obviously there's, right. you know, there's a racial history here. There and, is. You know, and, and it's not fair for for the media in, in particular to continue to kind of push this narrative like, oh, Black people don't trust doctors. Well, Why? They don't never. Yeah. They never want to discuss the, the why. why. It's just oh, Short we sound just bites. we just like right. we just scared of the boogeyman. Like black yeah. people, I mean, black people have very real reasons that are even current right in this moment in this day. Not Down even, to our mothers, our grandmothers, our mothers, and, grandmothers, yeah. sisters, brothers, and it's not just Tuskegee because even we do have a group of, group of people who still don't even know that even happened. Right. So I I do think that um I'm I'm leaning heavily toward taking the vaccine. And 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 I'm gonna say this because I wanna put it out there because I know people are gonna be mad at me. I'm gonna have family members that's looking at me, going look at me sideways. But I really think it's important to to kind of um continue to say, hey, look, we we've, we've been doing this. This isn't a new thing. And the whole world, the whole world was fighting to find a vaccine for this this virus. The whole world has been dealing with it. This isn't exactly. something that was just happening in the in America. That was just happening in one state. The entire globe was dealing with COVID. And so if you it's probably the closest thing to a to a global coalition that we've seen True. 
since freaking communism. It's like that's just it it really that's that's kind of my thing. But still only using the two the two different vaccines. That's and I still and and with all that being said, as much as I'm you know, and I promise you I'm not playing devil's advocate, but I'm just saying like even with all that being said, I still don't trust Whitey just like everybody else. I mean, right. it just right. is what it is. And unfortunately, though we have so many people like yourself in the medical community, it's that is enough. what we see. This is this is what we see in our minds. But um, but I think your information has been like really amazing for me because I need I want to say one more thing too that that's really important. So the National Medical Association, which is the association of all black doctors when the vaccines came out, they came up with an independent review board to independently look at all the data, look at all the trials, look at everything on these two vaccines. And they have independently recommended that that we take this vaccine. And so I think that says a whole lot too. So and I was I was actually really happy that they did that. Um and, and took the time to do that. That's so, that's knowledge that we all need. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I was just going to say one last thing, just to add to your another point to your objectivity. We haven't mentioned that Dr. Verdun's uh, husband, he's Dr. Verdun as well. And while they are both <laughs> doctors, they are very opposite. And so we're talking about this in the group text. That between talking to other doctors and experts and things of that nature and seeing that man who had COVID months ago, who was a healthy individual, fall out on that basketball court, he ran and got that vaccine before his wife did. Right. Both. Well, he well, he was able to get I was yeah. I mean, I was going to get it. I just had to wait my, my turn. But he did. So he he's my, my husband got the vaccine where in lay is right. He was skeptical at first. We've had plenty of conversations about it, but he's on board now. Um, and I got the vaccine as well. But I, I yes. So I, I get I get having skepticism. And that's why I want everybody to be able to make an informed decision. That's all. I'm just trying to give additional information put it out there in the atmosphere so that people can make balanced and informed decisions. Ladies and Dr. Verdun, we really and truly thank you. This has been on everybody's mind. And here the deal is, knowledge is power. And thank you so much for for coming on and talking to us today. You are going to share information with so many people that are trying to make this same decision, parents and elders and, and everybody because this is a very real thing and you all, maybe you don't know it, baby, but it it is a real thing and you have to consider. So again, knowledge is power. Thank you so much for your time. Peace, y'all. Thank you for having me. It's been fun. Thank you. Thank you. How do you eat an elephant? One bite at a time. Hey y'all, what's up? It's Eves again, a producer on the show. Today's resource from Aja Jill and Laia is a simple yet complex one, and it's one that we all have experience in. It's life. That's it. That's all y'all. Life is the ultimate resource, something that you can always learn from. I'll also share links to a couple of press releases from the organization that Dr. Redun mentioned, the National Medical Association, that give a little bit more detail about its COVID-19 task force. You can find those links in the episode description.
Thank you for listening to Jill Scott Presents J.Ill, the podcast. This podcast is hosted by Jill Scott, Laia St. Clair, and Aja Graydon Dantzler. Its executive producers are Jill Scott, Sean G., and Brian Calhoun. It's produced by Laia St. Clair and me, Eve Jeffcoat. The editing and sound design for this episode were done by Taylor Chacoin. I don't, where would be a resource for this though, y'all? Life, bitches. <laughs> Life. Life. It's all about expression. You only live once in your life. not coming back. back. So express yourself, sir. Yeah. <laughs> Ill is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Thinking of popping the question? Diamonds Direct has an offer you can't miss. This month only, buy a natural diamond engagement ring of one carat plus and receive a free natural one carat diamond tennis bracelet valued at $2,000. Imagine giving her the ring of her dreams and her wedding gift all at once. No one provides education, selection, and value like Diamonds Direct. Your chance to get a free tennis bracelet from your friends at Diamonds Direct won't last long. Details at DiamondsDirect.com. You wouldn't expect to hear that we're America's third best city for beer like this one. Or home to vibes like this. And this. It might surprise you that we're top 10 for immersive art that's like. Whoa. And hmm. not to mention, we have one of the top zoos in the country. So can a city with the country's best pro soccer team, ranking as a top culinary destination in the world, be in your own backyard? Yes, Columbus. Plan your summer at experiencecolumbus.com slash summer. Your credit card should match your lifestyle. At Kemba Financial Credit Union, choose a card with benefits that work for you. For a limited time, all cards have 2% cash back on purchases and 0% interest on balance transfers for a year. Apply at Kemba.org. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. An October morning in a quiet suburb in a town in Scotland. A man is walking his dog when suddenly shots are fired from a car. The man falls to the ground and the car speeds off. An ordinary residential area, but extraordinary things happen in ordinary places. The instinct right away was it was a political thing. We're talking about Russian trained, high ranking officer in the Secret Service. An Assassin Comes to Town, a six part podcast. Available now wherever you get your podcasts.